Welcome to another Venue Podcast with the robots from Venue. I'm Josh. I'm Will. I'm Brian. And I'm Philip. And today we've got some fantastic news, some interesting topics, and we're going to take everybody on a journey, and it's going to be awesome. Right, guys? Yes. Mm. Fantastic. Uh, so we're starting off today, and part of the reason why we were robots was because there's a ton of awesome tech TV shows on the airwaves right now. There really are. It's crazy. One of which is Mr. Robot. Yes. Yeah, and that's that's by far my favorite. Um, yep, mine too. So, have, have all three of you seen Mr. Robot? I have, I have not. I've okay, not. so me and you yeah. are the only people who haven't so, seen it. I've not seen any of these, just to put that out there. I've not seen any of them yet. So, so the, Mr. Robot is, is the most accurate representation of hacking and computers that I've seen on television ever. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's so, super cool. So, what's the premise? It's like a so <laughs> you, you you should probably take this Brian yeah um this really weird hacker guy in New York um sounds he is, fascinating yeah he, he's very like socially inept and like yeah. he he like talks to himself a lot okay well, that's well, a problem well no but so he he it, so it, like it opens up right with the guy is in a coffee shop and he he sits he sees the owner come in and he sits down next to him and he's like I come here because you have gigabit Wi-Fi here uh, did you know that Tor and onion routing is not secure when you control the exit nodes, and I'm just like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Well, you're talking about like deep web stuff on mm. a television show on USA, and that that's like when you know it's serious. That's the most baffling uh, part is that it comes on USA. It's USA not a, network. It's not even you know HBO or anything like that. It's USA. So we can watch this. Now you said we can watch this over because I don't have cable. Yep. Hulu. Hulu has it, but you cannot stream it to like Roku or like if you have Hulu Plus, you can't stream it to Roku and you can't watch it on your phone. You have to watch it on the web, basically. Hmm. Right? Hmm. Or you can just watch it on USA. I was about to say television. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Any, anyway, the show okay, is, is it on YouTube? Can we? Is, did someone push it over to YouTube yet? I, I don't or think so. Like Will that. you need to get cable? If you want to watch? I it. refuse to get. Ca- I've I've had I haven't had cable for like six years. I'm already done with it. So. Okay. All right. So. Yeah, um, Mr. Robot is like, it's it's just simply amazing. If it, you are into technology, you have to watch this show. Hmm. I would say it, don't watch it with your kids, but no. watch. Why not? You should watch it. Like, there's, there's a lot of stuff that's not appropriate for kids, no. but I mean, and actually, it looks like all the episodes are available on USA's website. Oh, are they? Yeah. Perfect. There you go. Hmm. All five. I'll have to check it out. Cool. Yep. So, so what's this halt and catch fire? Y- is it another tech podcast? Another tech uh, show? TV show? Yeah, it, it's it's based in the '80s, um, back mm. in early days of technology. Um, going through, you know, the initial, I guess, start of of technology. They they have a, a game streaming company uh, streaming over twenty eight eight. I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're like making like a. So so the the season one was about like them getting into like the PC race, like the personal computer race. And season two is about like one of the one of the original characters, like she goes off and starts her own company mm. that they're making like online gaming. Yeah. And this and is this is um this is not based on anything, is it? No. So no. so like this there's a lot of references in this to in the show to like stuff that actually did happen. But it's very loosely based on reality, and the, and the companies don't actually exist. Like one of them is Cardiff Electric, that doesn't exist. And Mutiny is yeah. the game company. Yeah. Hmm. But it, it's it, it's really it's really cool that they're making these shows that that are like presented to such a wide audience on like AMC and USA that are like they're like tech centric. And I honestly, like for Mister Robot, I honestly don't know 
how much of that show that your average person would pick up on. Yeah. Because there there's so much that they they just like say and don't explain at all. So if you don't if you're not familiar with it, mm-hmm. it's just like, whoa. Do they need to I mean, do they need to pick up on it? Not necessarily. I, I think it's it's more it's of an cool Easter egg. Right. It's yeah. cool to pick yeah. up on it's it. It's cool to yeah. people who know yeah. the tech lingo, but yet to people who don't know, it'll be like, oh, this is the Heisenberg Compensator. Well, sure, yes. You know, you know about this. Or it'll be <laughs> something like from Star Trek, you know. The yeah. dilithium matrix yeah. is, is, is faded. And they'll be like, okay, that's a bad thing or yeah. a good thing, and there we go. So, mm-hmm. and another thing, Mr. Robot, they, they pay attention to very small details. There's a couple of conversations that they use you know, basic forms of encryption. The guy's talking to his wife. He's speaking in, in uh, Swedish. She's responding in Danish. And then another mm. scene, he's speaking to her in uh, German, and she's responding in French. Uh. That way, you know, you only know one side of the conversation at all times. Even if you speak one of the languages, yeah. you don't you don't know what the person Basically, real-world encryption. It. Yeah, it's, it's uh. pretty crazy. Like Brian came and talked to me about that earlier, and I was just like, my mind was like... Smartly blown, just a little bit. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, I'll check it just, out. Just a little bit. Just, just, just a little bit. But you know. So this is so Mr. Robot. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is Mr. And Robot. And then we talk about halt, uh, halt, and catch fire. That's the retro one. It's the retro one. Yeah. And then humans. What is humans? Humans is based in the. I guess it's the future, but I don't know how far into the future yeah, it really have, is. Like, normal, like right. today's tech, except for. It, the robots. robots. Exactly, yeah. So it's robots. Uh, they use them for everything. They're in everyone's home. They're, you know, taking care of everyone's kids. They're the housekeepers, everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they do everything. And it's about, uh, I guess, consciousness of said robots, yeah. maybe? Yeah. Uh, yeah. They look exactly like humans. So this is more sci-fi. This is it, more it, sci-fi. It, it is very than, sci-fi. Yeah. It's, it's but not that far of a stretch, though. Yeah. Like, it's, so they're like... They're like, there's like a girl in the show that has a, a surface actually, and mm-hmm. she like plugs it into the robot, and like you can see her like, like trying to dump the code from the robot or whatever. Yeah. And so yeah. get rude on it. And so yeah. I, so this is actually on BBC, and one thing I, I've I've actually heard about this maybe a few weeks ago. I saw the the the, the demo for it, the previews for it, right? <clears throat> and uh, what's funny is the one of the characters in the humans TV show is a character. In another tech TV show that I dearly love called yep. IT Crowd, yep. which I've mm-hmm. seen, which I've seen, I think all of the episodes. Um, and if anyone hasn't seen that, that is really funny. It's a good, it's a good tech show to watch. It's not really, it's a more of a comedy. It's not mm-hmm. real, you know. It's to be taken lightheartedly. It's not a, you yeah. know, true hardcore tech show, but it is very entertaining. It is. Have you tried turning it off and on again? Mm-hmm. I keep <laughs> the internet in a box. Mm-hmm. Cool, great. We're gonna move on. <laughs> uh, yeah, look the the whole the whole robot consciousness discussion. That's a whole different ball game, you know. Yep. And with Windows 10, we might start to get some of that with some of the features of yes. Windows 10. Speaking oh. of speaking of transition, speaking of tran- this is a great exactly. transition that you bring up. Yeah. Segway game on. Segway segway <laughs> into uh, Windows 10 is rolling out into Cortana. My, oh, what? I said the segue is into Cortana. Yeah, n- no, that's not where I was going. But, okay, well, it's okay. close enough. Um, it's secretly rolling it's out. It's secretly rolling out is what is what we're learning today. Yeah. Um, yeah. And in fact, it's already on your surface. Yeah, so I actually what? I actually didn't know that it was secretly rolling out. Brian. So Brian posted this article into our show notes, and um, the article says that they're, they're rolling out certain parts of the, of the install to, like, this folder on certain computers so I, I went to that folder and the files and the files are there on my surface that's like windows uh 
it's like dollar sign windows dot tilde bt yeah and um i have files in there i have a setup.exe and some other stuff can you click on it I, I didn't want to do that before the podcast because I want to be able to use my service, yeah, but I'm very interested idea. to see. Idea. I'm very interested. After the podcast, I'm going to click on the setup and see what happens. Okay, mm-hmm. so so why should we upgrade to Windows 10? What are the what are the key features here? For me, are... for me, the key feature is the interface has changed, radically changed. Um, there's no Metro interface that you, can, you, you used to know about when it was like the big – it almost looked like it was optimized for a tablet – you can still get to your desktop, of course. But if you're from, so, if you're familiar, if you're familiar with Windows 8, Windows 8.1, you can click on the desktop tab link, and it brings you to your desktop. And life is good. But that whole duality of Metro versus regular desktop is now gone, and everything is a desktop. No, but you still have tiles. You still have so on de- by default. It's not gone. It's just you can pick. Right. Yeah. You, by default, you though. Toggle it. Right. You by default, though, it's it's gone. And so, Depend- unless you really want to go find it, I think it depends on the device. Yep. So on a, like on a okay, surface, okay. on a surface, if I take this off, it'll switch to tablet mode. If I take the keyboard off, oh, I didn't know that's, that. Yeah, that's, that's cool. That feature is called continuum. When I snap, you have to have specific hardware, which I think most two and ones do. But when I snap it back on the keyboard, it it'll automatically to switch to desktop. 10 desktop. Yeah, yep. that's kind of cool. Yep, that's surface cool. is sweet. Actually, it the is, Josh. Are nice. really I really is. like my surface. Yeah. Super mm-hmm. cool. So, yep. so uh, the interface, yeah. Yeah. Cortana. Brian, Brian Phil. Cortana. Cortana is, is going to be constantly listening to you if you turn that on and say, yeah. hey, Cortana, which it, is kind of cool. no different than having, you know, the Google uh, yeah. always listening. On your phone okay, or Google. Amazon, okay, Alexa. Yeah. Uh, if you have your iPhone plugged in and say, hey, Siri, it's all the same kind of stuff, but it's going to be in your desktop now. Or in your Apple Watch, you know. Cool. Yeah, or, or your Apple Phil, Watch. Phil, I mean, uh, Will, you got that? or? Oh. My, my phone uses an enhanced e-ink display. Your phone does. I mean, my uh, wow, my that's watch. a high-tech. I didn't know they made an iPhone <laughs> my, with my e-ink watch display. Uses a high-tech e-ink display <laughs> that is constantly displaying information to me. Rocking the Yoda phone. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, the trend now is to go back to flip phones. Someone's coming. Out, I think I don't know if it was LG it or was somebody is coming out with now a smart flip phone. Wow. That, that fail, could, can we say yeah. fail? That could be big in Japan. Uh, there's certain, uh, maybe, mar- yeah. there's certain yeah. markets yeah, where, where flip phones could be. Yeah. Japan is really or was really big on feature phones until very recently. I think they're actually now just starting to like more heavily use embrace. smartphones. And, yeah, Speaking smartphones. of phones, oh. we're going to talk about some announcements, Ooh. some phone announcements. I did that on purpose for you, Josh. <laughs> Thank you, Phil. <laughs> transition it. Transition it over. Um, so we've got the uh, the OnePlus Two first up, um, and then we've got what the Moto the Moto X twenty fifteen edition or what's called the Pure edition. Yeah, Is that right? so it it's kind of confusing. So in the rest of the world, it's actually known as the Moto X Style, but in the U.S., it's referred to as the Moto X Pure edition, hmm. uh, which meant something else with the twenty fourteen version. Uh, so they've gone and basically taking this phone away from all carriers. Thank you. Uh, yeah, in that they are selling this phone for full price, $399 only. Wow. This is the OnePlus One or this is the no, Moto? No, this, is, this the, is the Moto, Moto X okay. Pure Edition. Do you think uh, people are going to, you think people will go for that? They have to. No, I mean, don't they? Aren't I mean, they most people, most, most people well, want to be detached from their carrier. Well, right, yeah. but but I mean, like, you, you well. can't get contracts anymore on any carriers, can you? Does Verizon still do that? Uh, AT&T is, AT&T all, is getting all pushed to the, the next. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then jump plans or whatever my next, they call My next purchase of a phone will be outright purchased. I'm not getting locked into the contract crap anymore. Yeah. I'm just not. I'm going to do like what you've been doing for a long time, and 
I finally just bit the bullet and said, okay, no more contracts for me. I'm just going to go. You upgrade like every year anyway. So. I do. I do. Yeah. So yeah. what about the Moto G? They released a new uh, one of those, they, right? They did put a new Moto G. The Moto G is also going to be on, on Moto Maker for the first time, so you can That's customize cool. it. Uh, and it is IPX. Seven, I believe. Uh, Wait, water resistant. Oh, nice. $179? The Moto G has always been $179. Yep. Uh, wow. So, and actually, that's one gig of RAM and eight gigs of disk with uh, SD card slot mm-hmm. up, up to 32 oh. gigs. Wow. I, now you I can had get heard a some... two gig model. Oh, okay. That's what I was going Yeah, and there's yeah. a 16 gig, two gig model uh, for. 229 or 239. See, that right there, that's a good deal. Mm-hmm. Because I don't mm-hmm. think on Android, one gigabyte of RAM is enough, but two, yeah. I mean, that would be that would be decent for your actual phone. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. Like, like, not just something to, like, give to, like, somebody that doesn't really care about phones and just wants a phone. Right. No, I agree. Yeah, I it'd, mean, be, it'd be a good phone, period. So, yeah. the OnePlus 2 is the yeah. sequel to the OnePlus 1. Which right. which was an amazing phone. Yeah, yeah it uh, was. That was a very good seller for them. So was the one plus one a two, and now the one plus two is a three? Is that can we just call it a three? It was just a one plus one. So the comp the, the company. <laughs> Josh, if anyone, if wait, anyone doesn't know, Will's, Will's going to actually explain the joke that Josh. Yeah, made. that was the point. Yeah, yeah. go ahead, okay. Will. Just no, I'm just saying, if you don't know, <laughs> one plus is the company name, and then you've got the one, you've got the two, and so on and so forth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder what the third one will be called. Maybe the the four, the three. <laughs> yeah. So so the one plus two seems pretty cool. I think the only thing that they said about it that is kind of weird is it has no NFC, no NFC, uh, no what? wireless charging, and no turbo charging. Wait a second, um, no NFC, no I NFC. Mean, yeah, but it has replaceable Apple backs, has though. NFC. I mean, that's, well, Apple invented locked, NFC. Though. I mean, uh, really, come on. So so no NFC. So that, it has replaceable backs, though, right? So correct. couldn't you technically add NFC to it with a back that has NFC or even even wireless charging? I, I, yeah. I don't I don't know. That wireless charging is a little bit more of a stretch than NFC would be for for changing out backs. Doesn't Samsung let you do that with a different back on one of their phones? I might be making that up. I, I think they do. Think, but I think it uses. I think it, there's contact pins on the actual phone for it to connect to, mm-hmm. whereas this does not have that. So you're saying you would change the back, and then the back. Plate, there's an NFC chip, right? Possibly. Well, that's. Uh, this seems like it's not going to be very. I, that's not going to work, right? And yeah. plus, this is only ten dollars cheaper than the the Moto X Pure. Yeah, it so, is a pretty looking phone. I see, will say that it's not as pretty as the first one was, though. They do have a fingerprint sensor and USB C, but hmm. to say they're going to be killing all of the 2016 flagships. It's still 2015. That's yeah. you, got yeah. seven, you have 17 so months until the end of 2016. I did not yeah. realize it didn't have NFC. So that's that's a big question for me. Why would they have done that? So, yeah, but if you look, there's probably pogo pins or something. There might be. To. Yeah, so the, the Galaxy S5 did have a wireless charging cover that you could swap out the back. How much is this phone? Like, if I wanted to buy it, that one three eighty nine. Three eighty nine. So three eighty nine. Yeah. So it's three twenty nine for the sixteen gig that mm-hmm. actually isn't even available yet. Um, so yeah. would, would you the just sixty four is gonna be three eighty nine? Would you just go with a one plus one? The one plus one is actually I think one. Tw- I mean a two twenty nine now or something. Oh, okay. Two forty nine. Hmm. So which one, Brian, would you go with if you had the choice between these three? Phones? I mean, I'd be going with the the Moto X. And and that's the one I'm probably actually going to buy to replace my Nexus Six. So what? Didn't say a word. The iPhone goes in my right pocket. We're talking about my left pocket. Oh, replacement. I see. I gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, it looks, it's a very, I will say this, coming from being an Apple bigot, I will say it just does look, <laughs> this does look like a very nice phone. It does. No NFC. That is really weird with, with Android Pay that, coming out. That, that's, that's really weird. Nuts. That's a killer for most people. Why actually. would they come and, out with this piece of junk? Well, and so now they said they took NFC out because no one used it on the OnePlus One. You know, how true that is, I, I don't know. Um, maybe they'll but, come out with a watch that has NFC in it. Yeah, and use, maybe. Uh, I'm, I'm just making stuff up. I don't think so. Hmm. Yeah, uh, I would go. If I had, now knowing that no NFC, I would go with the Moto G. Yeah. I mean, the Moto, uh, the X, Pure Edition. The Who X. puts their, their phones in their back pocket like that? I do. Do you ever do that? Yes, every you know, woman actually, I know. Actually, the other day, I had my hands and pockets full, and I actually put my phone in my back pocket, just to, and I felt so weird. I have two phones, so i got to have some place to put both of them. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, I anyway. I don't wear, like, cargo pants, so yeah, yeah. they got to go somewhere. <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah. The Moto so, X does look So Moto nice, X so. it is then, it's right? I'm kind of bummed that there was no Moto 360 successor today. Oh, yeah, that's Do true. they have wood? Do they have... Are they gonna be, yeah, the yeah. wood... Uh, oh, I think that that maple just looks awesome, the back plate yeah. on that. That bamboo? Yeah, yeah. bamboo. Maple, Didn't, same thing. <laughs> it is a light color wood. It's more like a teak. Wow. So didn't they uh, claim to have greatly improved the the camera on the Moto X? Because yes. that was my one of my biggest so beefs with that phone. Their biggest pain point has always been, even since the the 2013 edition, mm-hmm. um, has always been the the camera. And I can actually attest to that, uh, since I've had one of both of those in yeah. my house, you know, throughout. Um, this one's supposed to be a much better camera. Uh, you know, apparently they had some people benchmark it, and it, it did better than the iPhone cameras. Only one that beat it out was the uh, Galaxy S6 camera. Hmm. Um, what that good. means for real world, I'm not sure. Until people start getting them and testing them, I mean, there's really no no telling what's going to be real, right? I mean, yeah, it's good if you stage the photo, but what happens when you just take a quick photo of, like, a right. kid or... Yeah, if you're in your living room at night with like a lamp turned on, Mm -hmm. and if if I did that with the Moto X, the 2014 one, the picture was terrible. It was garbage. If I do that on my iPhone, I mean, it's not perfect, but it's pretty good for low light. You want to have a phone that does burst mode, slow mo, pano, like the iPhone, or like almost any other. Now, when do we? When do you think we'll see another iPhone six come out or six S? September. Mm-hmm. Of, Next question of this yeah. year? Of this year, you think we'll actually see? Because this phone still, I don't know. This still, I got this one basically launch day. There's, well, launch week. It's and a it yearly release seemed, cycle. Yeah, mm-hmm. it still seems new to me. Yeah, I think. How did, how did we I get think, to Apple? Yeah, I, I think know. it sounds because we were talking about superior cameras, and I had to say that <laughs> oh, this is a okay. superior camera. I think that the, because of the size difference, this is still kind of a new phone for me because I'm going from a small. Until little, you see the new one. Yeah, that's that's this what is, you did. Is, that's what Will did true. last year. He bought the 5s for the Touch ID, and he was like, "Oh no!" And they're the going to come out with I a seven-inch iPhone. This summer, I have been seven tech, tech <laughs> neglected because of the house stuff. But once the house is done, it's going to be on. Anyway, All so right. I'm thinking the the seven-inch iPhone seven is going to come with a curved or flexible display. Ah, oh, uh, well, well, tell us about this. So LG is uh, is really betting on flexible displays for phones and cars. And by flexible displays, we mean the displays that sort of curve in, they can curve in on themselves, which is super cool. Um, and wanted to kind of get, you, you know, the thoughts of everybody on, on, you know, what kind of uses can you guys see for this? Can you see it being used for watches? Can you see it being used for... 
You have like a Wonder Woman type bracelet <laughs> that you then look at your wrist and you've got a phone there. It'd be so cool. That would be horribly ugly, but I you think it'd be two pretty of them. cool. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. yeah. So, so how? What is like the viewing angle on a curved, on a curved phone? I've never had one. I've never really looked at one. It just seems like it would be like, like if you were watching a video or something, like you'd have to hold it on the different so, ways to see the whole. Same with curved yeah. TVs, right? So curved yeah. TVs okay. actually make it to where whether you're sitting on the right, the left, or in the center, you always get the same picture. Okay. Or yeah, you're right. Re- that makes perceived sense. picture. Yeah. yeah. I don't like curved displays. I, I've been shopping for a TV just recently. No, I'm just saying. What and if Apple came out with a curved display? Well, those would be a different story, of course. <laughs> no, but seriously, no, even Apple. I, I, I don't know if I like the, the curved display. I mean, maybe if I had one in the home and actually used it for a while, I'd get used to it. But in the what, store, it just doesn't seem. I don't what know. don't you like about it? It's curved, and when I'm looking at it, it doesn't look like I'm looking wow. at a TV. It looks like I'm looking at some kind of clamshell with pictures on it. So I guess for a phone, it would depend on how much it's curved, right? Because you wouldn't yeah. want something that's like a this really weird shape in your pocket if it can even fit in your pocket. But right. I mean, it might be eight inches big. By the other thing I question is what type of display, like what is the resolution going to look like? Is it going to have artifacts because it's curved? And what is it actually going to look like? I think you know, straight straight angle devices actually maybe have a crisper, more robust view i don't know i've never owned a curved thing now where this would come into play would be windshields for cars motorcycles things like this that have a curved display that you want to present data from especially if you're you know if you're in a self-driving car you know you could have a whole display all the way around the car and there's I mean, why not now we're Mm -hmm. looking at like black mirror stuff i don't know if anybody's seen black mirror they have they have a room they're like bedrooms or screens all the way around oh wow in one of the episodes it's uh, interesting. Black Mirror. It's another. So that show is actually a Charlie Booker TV show that aired a couple of years ago. Well, that's and a British each, show, isn't it? It is a okay. British show. Yeah. Each episode is the terrors of technology hmm. and uh, things you should watch out for with technology. Also, really good to check out, but not Very for cool. not for children. Yeah. Huh. Cool. So um, look for flexible displays. In a store near you in probably 2017. Probably also not on an iPhone. And probably I'm calling not on an iPhone. iPhone. I'm calling you know, well, I, or an iWatch. Well, no, in 2020 it'll be there and it'll be revolutionary, right? Maybe. Yeah, yes. Yeah. It could be. Well, it's because Apple will have invented it, right? Will yeah. It? yeah. Just like NFC? Of course. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Of course. They, they will improve on mm. using, so, using the same panels that were used three years ago. That's not necessarily the point, though. It's how they it's how they deliver the experience. Josh, what's the topic? It's how they deliver the experience <laughs> to the, the end topic, user Josh? that makes Thanks, the process Phil. revolutionary. Um, so, when you actually decide to upgrade to your new flexible iPhone in 2020, um, we're going to go into our topic. <laughs> yes, we are. Which has to do with buying and selling tech. So, when you do decide to get rid of your, say, iPhone, or buy a new one. Or buy a new one, mm-hmm. or decide to make the switch to Android, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or to Windows, mm-hmm. or back to Apple. Yeah. Um, how do you get the best prices? How do you sell off your old stuff? I know Brian should have some really good <laughs> feedback. Yeah, I think that. Brian goes through more more gadgets than most of us. Yeah, um, but I, I'm going to go ahead and start first with a a, a bit of a kind of periphery uh, service called Glide. That's G L Y D E. Um, this started off as a book, movie, slash game uh, service. And basically what you do is you list it uh, on Glide uh, when somebody buys it. They actually send you an envelope with an envelope in it addressed to the person that bought your item. 
So you don't have to worry about shipping or packing mm-hmm. or anything. You literally just put the game or the iPad or the iPhone or whatever in the envelope and ship it off. Hmm. Done. Um, I've used it. It's been super simple, super easy. You get, I can tell you, you get better uh, trade-in values um, for game or better returns for games than like a trade-in value in GameStop. Um, and I'm sure their iPads and iPhones kind of the same thing. That's an uh, interesting take on that. So when you yeah, say yeah. you say an envelope is you mean like a box or do they actually yeah, send you like an they'll, envelope? They'll for send like... you an envelope or a box or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it's all prepackaged and stuff, so you don't have to worry about going anywhere. It literally arrives to your house. You drop whatever you're selling into it, put it back in the mail, and you're done. I hate going to the post office. Yes, so everybody hates going to the post office. Yeah. So I think that's why that was totally invented. Um, but yeah, so we're gonna get thoughts on for everybody. Yeah, and Will, let's I, start with. I've let, been let's, using, go, let's go to you next. Yeah, I go and through. Let's keep it short. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> wait a second. Wait just a second. I don't. I don't necessarily go through as much gadgets as Brian, but I do go through a fair number of phones, specifically Apple phones, because mm-hmm. they upgrade every year or or, or so. Uh, I've always used Gazelle.com. Uh, what I like about Gazelle is same thing. They ship you a box, or if you have a box, you ship it to them. Uh, you're not selling it to, to an individual. You're just selling it to this company, and then the company handles you know, mm-hmm. everything. So what you do is they, you, you go online, you say, I've got this phone, it's in this condition, uh, and I want to ship it to you. They'll then send you, send you shipping labels or a box. You drop your phone in the box, ship it back to them. And then what happens is they review to see, okay, well, is this phone really functional? Is there any scratches? Is it really in the, pres- the condition that you set online? If it is, they give you money. They'll write you a check. Or what I do is I do Amazon gift cards, uh, which is more immediate than sending a check and then depositing it and all this kind of business. What they do is they send you a uh, coupon code, a number. You plug that number in your Amazon account, and there's your cash. Uh, I like this because once it's sold, there's no one coming back to you going, hey, that phone you sold me broke. Hey, this is there's a problem. So unlike some some places that you know you're dealing with a person you're dealing with a company here and once it's done it's done so that's my thing i like i like uh, gazelle one cool thing about gazelle also is that they also accept completely broken phones yeah they don't give mm-hmm. very much for it but one time i had a, a like a total water damaged phone that my brother had given me uh his daughter left it outside in the rain it didn't work anymore and he's like can you do anything with this so i sold him gazelle for 15 dollars. nice yeah so that's you can yeah. sell you glide, can, glide does the same thing you can sell old yeah. phones that's cool old like that. uh ipads and tablets uh sell app old apple computers and ipods huh. so well. and then uh you can actually actually you, but one other thing and I'll, I'll make this short you can actually buy phones from them so if you're not selling a phone but let's say you you've you've waterlogged your phone it is a problem and you need a phone real quick you can actually go buy these uh this, these phones from gazelle that usually are coming that i would think would be coming from other you know other customers selling cool phones. so kind of those interesting things and most of the phones are, are relatively new uh you can buy up to a um an iphone 5 so not no iphone 6s yet but uh well maybe so well, Actually, you can buy iPhone 6s. They're probably not that uh, good a deal, but, yeah. you know, hey. And the cool part about both these sites so far is they both have really, really smooth, awesome interfaces. Just real clean and clear. Yep. Um, it's pretty sweet. So, uh, Phil, what's your pick? So, I don't have a pick so much as a tip. A tip? So, okay. whenever I buy technology, or anything really, I put it on a credit card that always gives me these really great rewards, right? So there are a lot of credit cards that will give you 
um, like miles and stuff, which are great if you travel. But if you don't travel a lot like me, then cashback is obviously going to be better for you. So, um, for example, right now, Discover is doing 10% cashback on all purchases made through Amazon.com up to $1,500. So if you're buying some tech and you can buy from Amazon and you have a Discover card and you pay your bill on time so you don't pay any interest, you getting 10% cashback on purchases from Amazon, which is pretty amazing. And on top of that, most really good credit cards also give you an extended warranty of, uh, they either double the manufacturer warranty or add a year onto it. It just kind of depends on which card you're looking at, which is pretty cool because, you know, if your computer breaks and you paid for that computer completely on a credit card and it's out of warranty, you just submit the claim to your credit card company and they'll, hmm. they'll give you a check for it. I think we need to have Phil do a full topic one one day on just on I'm a full podcast a full podcast I am on, such a credit card nerd it's on not credit card funny. technology and the ins and outs of getting the most benefit <laughs> yeah. from owning a credit so, card because mainly I have a credit I have like three credit cards and they all do the same thing and I never change them I've had them since I was like in high school or college or whatnot I don't think that's necessarily the best way to to work the system so Phil <laughs> we need to do we need to train us so, on good credit card. Credit cards. Never, 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 <laughs> never use a credit card for anything that you can't pay off immediately. I mean, that's rule number yeah, one, right? Yeah. You pay, you treat it like cash. Except it's not cash. It's safer than cash because if you lose cash, you lost it. But if somebody serves your credit card, you you're covered. Your bank does yeah. not charge you for unauthorized charges. So that's another benefit of credit cards. And some of them now are offering return protection and price protection. Price protection is amazing, especially through like Discover. Um, they they uh, they let you just send in screenshots of a cheaper price that you mm-hmm. found somewhere else. And uh, they'll send you a check for the difference. And I've done that two times. No, I'm sorry, three times. And I've gotten like $320 back from them. And wow. This, this segment's yeah. sponsored by Discover. <laughs> so, all right. So I'm talking a lot about Discover. We treat you like you treat you. <laughs> I'm talking a lot about Discover, but Amex has really good customer yeah. support. Uh, they have credit cards that do like 1%, 2%, 3% cash back. Um, another really good one is the Sally Mae MasterCard, which does hmm. 5% cash back on up to $250 worth of groceries, $250 of um, gas and seven hundred fifty dollars at bookstores, and Amazon is always keyed as a bookstore. So Ooh, wow. even whenever That's there's nice. not a, a rotating category for like Discover's rotating category right now, you all, I always get five percent cash back at Amazon. Another oh. really good one is the City Double Cash Card, which gives you two percent cash back on everything. So if there's no category, you get two percent cash back, which is better in my pocket than yeah. somebody else's, right? Very neat. Cool. Yep. Thanks, Phil. Mm-hmm. Um, and so. I noticed we haven't talked about Best Buy yet, so I'm sure Brian's going to bring it up. Brian, what what's your pick? Best Buy. That that's Brian Buchwald. Oh yeah, that's no. That's... I, I know. <laughs> I was just saying, Best Buy is a great place to, right, guys? I I use from Best. I things so things that I want to run into store and pick up. That then this is why I use Best Buy. If there's something I want that I'm not sure I want to keep. Really going to talk about Best Buy? I, you won't, you, I, well, no. That's hey, look. So you brought it up. Let's talk about. It. I'll go to Best Buy and buy sorry. something, and if I'm I don't so like sorry, it, I bring listeners. it back. This it's a brick and mortar. Yeah. You know, I have a fifty dollars cash back bonus on my Amex card at <laughs> Best Buy right now. I spend two hundred fifty dollars, and so, you get you, you can get points and stuff from rewards from. Oh, Best please, buy. Brian, take this. Mm. <laughs> take the wheel. Yes. Got it. Um, so I actually use Swappa. Um, and Swappa basically is a, an online marketplace for mobile devices, phones, tablets, watch, smartwatches. Um, they also have a boneyard for, for broken devices. You can cool. buy, buy and sell pieces of devices, cases, or you know broken stuff. The uh, reason I like it is the, the staff actually goes and vets 
everything. When you go to sell something, they'll ask for serial numbers and everything, and they'll vet that to verify everything is A-OK, requiring pictures with your, you know, your uh, code for, yeah, the code for the the listing and requiring pictures of all of that in, you know, in person to basically let it work. Um, buying stuff on there is very easy as well. Hey, Will, uh, you could buy an Apple Watch there. Will's looking at Apple Watches. Yeah, I'm just yeah, investigating yeah. what's available. That was like the first thing. He went thing straight yeah. there. <laughs> just like, looking. Even... I'm just looking. Jeez. Just one for 1200 man. Just for you. Yeah, but anyway, so they, yeah, I mean, they, they've always been pretty good. Uh, you do, so they take $10 off the top and it's actually included in the price. So when you're, when you're selling a device and that's the seller pays not, not the, well, I mean, the buyer pays that, not the seller, right? I hate, I hate how Swappa does that. I, I've used Swappa twice because you use it, I've seen you use it, and I was like, all right, I'm going to try it out. I mm-hmm. hate how they do that because they say that they're going to take $10 out of the buyer, but they're actually, they just add it to the price of the device. Right. So you set your price, like $100, and yeah. it lists it at 110 So mm-hmm. when buyers are haggling with you as a seller, they, they they don't like sometimes don't realize that you're you're actually not getting ten dollars. Yeah, that. so yeah. you can, you can haggle on this. See that's yeah. So, yeah okay. See, I don't there's know. a little message board part. Uh, so each listing has its own little let's say message board uh, or comment section, and you can comment back and forth on hey I'll give you this for it. Uh, and you can just say you know yes no. If you say yes, you have to go and change the price to reflect that. Oh cool. Um, nice. So you can you know. Or you can, you know, obviously counter and be like, no, but I'll take this for it yeah. if you want to mm-hmm. you know, do that, whatever. The transaction all goes through the Swappa application, so it's not like I'm paying you directly or I go and... So it's done through PayPal. PayPal. Uh, everything mm-hmm. is... All the payments are done through PayPal, which mm-hmm. actually I prefer because you get extra protection that way. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and it, you can only buy through PayPal if you have a verified address and a verified account. So okay. they, they don't let just, mm-hmm. you know, you can't just go use an yeah. unverified account. Yeah, I, I, There are many times I was thought about trying swap like Phil. Phil actually actually did it. I just I, I go for the easy route with Gazelle. I just and I'm probably getting less money for it. You are. But I'm okay with that. I'm <laughs> like, you know what? Doom, it's done. Yeah, I don't have to worry though. about mm-hmm. it's it very really it's very easy. easy, no questions asked, and I don't yeah. have to talk to anybody or like haggle or yeah. Yeah, deal with another person. It's not very pleasant. Yeah. So Oh, and another thing, Swappa lets you import your eBay f- feedback. So if you're yep. just starting oh, on Swappa, wow. you can just put in your eBay account. And do they still do that, even though PayPal and eBay are separate? Mm-hmm. Well, this isn't. This it's, is. They just use PayPal. It's just like brokering. They're not actually the partnered or anything. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Yep. Cool. Um, so, do we have any kind of honorable mentions? I, I mean, I want to mention like for buying uh, Newegg. I buy pretty much all of my tech off of Newegg.com. Um, if you put in um, components that you're looking for into PC Part Picker, it actually lists um, what the current price is of. It like scrapes a lot of the sites oh, cool. that sell yeah. tech, nice. and it'll scrape that and it'll say like which one's the, the the cheapest one. So that's a good that's good if you're buying PC components. I don't think they do like phones or anything, but so let me ask a question. I'm getting ready to buy a new television for my new house. What? Where should I buy it? Should I go online? Swappa. <laughs> should I go online or should I go to my brick and mortar? Best Buy and purchase it there. Uh, I think you should compare prices between all of them for the same models and yep. buy it whichever one's going to be the cheapest. Yep. I always worry about buying something that big online. I don't know. It's like Why? shipping going to kill you or no? I bought know, a, usually I bought a they'll TV do from shipping Amazon. for free. Actually. So let me ask you: If I can I buy the TV say online at some some dot com and then have Best Buy come install it? 
Will they do no. just installation? See, I want someone to install it on the wall because I'm mounting it. Well, I think oh, okay. Amazon uh, has the ser- the home services now. I don't think they do that in Louisiana, though. They do TV mounting in Louisiana. Do, do they? Or, okay. Yeah, they did last time I looked for it anyway. Well, it was like 200 then, bucks. Then I'll have yeah, That's what Best Buy charges. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll have to look at them. Yeah, I bought my TV from Amazon a couple years ago. I mean, they literally, they, they deliver it for free. A guy brings it into your house. They take it out of the box to make sure the panel's not broken. Uh-huh. And then- Who does this? Amazon. Amazon. Oh, well then- I'm gonna have to go look at Amazon. Yeah, now they won't. I didn't it. realize. And you would... can get five or ten percent cash back if you buy it in a credit card <laughs> and get a year warranty. Will you? I, and that's what I intend on doing. Yeah. So they'll take it out of the box. They won't mount it for you. No. Unless that, unless, unless I go you buy get the other service. But that would usually what they do for the services for mm-hmm. the home service stuff. They will uh, find a place close to you that does that kind of work, and they'll contract it out. So what they do is they vet these these local businesses around mm-hmm. you, and then they. Uh, They'll, you know, take a top, a I'm gonna have, off the top. I'm going to have to go look because when I looked the other day, because I've been looking at other home stuff like, you know, whatever, I need to change the faucet or something. They, It wasn't available in our state. But let me go back and look for specifically television stuff or mounting TVs because I would like to have that mounted. Yeah. Cool. cool. Great. Anyway. Anything else? Are we, we done? Sequel Saturday. Oh, yeah. Sequel April, Saturday. August 1st. This venue is a platinum titanium tonight just, just platinum just platinum but we are there and it's we're going to be there on Saturday this Saturday August I will 1st. be there most of the some of the time a little bit of the time we're going to have surge my wife's there. cases and cases my cases wife's and birthday cases is August 1st so if you want surge yep come surge by. is delicious come by and get some that's the only soft drink well. I drink there you go oh. Phil has endorsed well. it I can't be there yeah come by and get some surge can we bring scotch with us like no I mean, no. I mean, I guess you, you could. <laughs> Vodka is odorless and tasteless. I can't tell you. Is it tasteless? No, it is not, not tasteless. tasteless. It's odorless. Wow. It's odorless. Oh, wow. It's odorless. Or is okay. that gin? Or is have you ever had or is it, before? Or is that gin? Which, but, which one's tasteless? Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's close out the show before we degrade into nothing. Um, <laughs> give us some ratings and reviews on iTunes, please. Five stars. Please do some rating. Uh, you know, I'd put some comments in there if you got some time. We always love them. Um, you can find us uh, on the Stitcher store as well as iTunes. Um, you can also leave comments on our blog at takethenextturn.com. Uh, Phil has a blog post going up. Pretty soon. Pretty soon. <laughs> I'm, I'm done writing it. I just got to, you know. Yeah, we're editing. I don't, I don't have time. We're editing now. So, <laughs> uh, Any thoughts, leave some leave some comments there and check us out over at www.binu.com and on Twitter at, at binu. And we'll see everybody next week.